God promises to protect his people. God promises to protect his people. And specifically, he says, I will guard you along the way. I was interested in that phrase because a lot of times God is guarding you from things in your life that you don't even know you need to be guarded from. And so the way it works, if you could follow me real quick with the cameras, God will guard you along the way, but you will only see it looking back. That's how life works, is that God is doing it for you along the way. Now notice, in order for God to protect you, you have to be in motion. God cannot guard you until you are along the way. And so when you are praying for God to protect you, but you're sitting on your couch doing it instead of obeying the instruction that he's given you, God cannot dispatch his assistance for an assignment that you are not present for. Uh, this one uh, intern was asking me recently on the subject, how do I deal with feeling insecure? And I shocked myself the answer I gave her, because I usually say, quote the Bible and confessions of faith, and you are the righteousness of God in Christ. But I found, found something coming out of my mouth that was kind of weird. I said, do the work. Do the work. Because it is in completing your assignment that you receive your assistance. It's the best thing you can do if you feel insecure like I can't do it to do it. And as you do it, you will receive the strength for the assignment. But let me tell you this. You will not get the assistance praying for God to make the assignment easier. He does not promise that. And I don't care how hateful y'all look at me. God is not going to make it easier. What he said I'll do, I will release my assistance in correspondence with your assignment. And if you insist on trying to fulfill somebody else's assignment, don't expect my assistance. But if you will do you right here, right now, and quit wishing she was your wife and love the wife you've got as Christ loved the church, I will release my assistance in correspondence with your assignment. Amen. Good preaching. Only JJ standing up. I don't know. He must need the Lord this week. To me, I think it's significant all the different times that God gave people an assignment that was greater than them. And in fact, often contrary to their natural ability, because Abraham could have had a baby for God when he was 40, not when he's 80. God likes him at 80 better than 40. I know why, but I'm not going to tell you why. I know why. I studied it. I know why God picked him at 80 and not 40. Okay, I'll tell you. If you do it at 40, you'll think you did it. But if God gives you something that you know, <laughs> you shouldn't be able to do it. Tell somebody say, don't waste your angel. And you waste the assistance of your angel. <laughs> this is so good. I'm going to help you right there, right there. You right there, right there. I'm so glad you know, not you, her. I'm going to help her right there. You got a giant assignment? That's good. The greater the assignment, the greater the assistance. So now I can look back on several phases of my life where God was protecting me with what I thought was a problem. You know, God has a defense system. I have a security system in my house. A couple nights ago, me and Holly shot straight up in the bed, screaming. Both of us just screaming. 
The alarm went off so loud. I never heard it that loud. And I jumped up screaming. She jumped up screaming. We're screaming at each other. Five seconds later, I had that baseball bat that I keep under my bed. I was crouched going through the house, too. I was shaking the bat. I was saying stuff under my breath that wasn't prayer oriented. You know, just getting ready for what the situation required. But uh, how could it be that loud? It was the loudest thing I ever heard. Uh, you know those little AirPods that you put in your ear? I forgot that I had fallen asleep with my AirPods in, and it wasn't the security system in the house that went off. It was an Amber Alert on my phone. <laughs> and here I am, ready to kill something that's not even there. And you know, sometimes you let the devil in your head to the point where you're waking up in the middle of the night chasing an enemy that ought to be running from you. Where are my powerful people at that know you have the Holy Spirit, a deposit guaranteeing your inheritance? Make some noise about it. Make all the quiet people uncomfortable. Shout if you know God's got a defense system and a surveillance on your life, and the devil can only go so far. Get out of my head. Because I'm protected. High five three people say I'm protected. And God, God will even protect you from your own prayers. <laughs> you will pray for him to ask you out, and he will walk right by you to your best friend. And she doesn't even have a prayer life. And that's why he walked past you, because you were praying, God, I want what you want for me. Protect me from anything that's not from you. I got an angel. Somebody shout, I got an angel. You can't see him, but he's there. That's weird. That's weird. You believe in angels? What do you believe in? Some of, some of y'all believe in college-age boys in tight pants. Your hope is in them, and I can't have an angel? Well, I got angels. I got, don't make me flap at you. I will flap right in your face. I got angels. I got something better than an angel. I have the spirit that raised Christ from the dead. And I'm protected. I'm protected. Even sometimes what you will call a disappointment in one season of your life, you will see as a defense. Later, you will see that if I had gotten what I wanted when I wanted it, it wouldn't have been a blessing because I wasn't ready. Hope I'm helping somebody. I hope I'm helping somebody. I will guard you along the way. God says, I'll protect you. And the second one, He says, I will bring you to the place. So I'll guard you along the way, and I'll bring you to the place. If guard you along the way is God's promise to protect, bring you to the place is His promise to position. And one thing I've really come to believe is that God is good at getting me where He wants me when He wants me for reasons that I do not understand while I'm there. And honestly, 
some of the places that God has sent me in my life is not where I wanted to go. And I'm going to say something to you that I never, ever said before in public. I said it to Holly. I might have said it to a few of our team members 13 years ago, but I never said it in a big room like this. I didn't even want to come to Charlotte because it seemed to me like Charlotte had churches covered. Have you looked? It's trees and steeples, people. It's a lot of them already. I say, God, what could it possibly have to do with me to be in this town where there's already all these big churches? It was Joe's Crab Shack that God used. And just in a way I can't explain, and I'm preaching to somebody with an attitude right now because you don't even like where you live. You don't even like it. But often God positions you according to a higher priority than your preference, and it's called his purpose. I'm sending my angel, and he will bring you to the place. Here's the interesting thing. The angel can bring you to the place, but it cannot go in for you. All God can do, because it is a cooperation of grace and faith that causes his kingdom to operate on earth as it is in heaven, all he can do is set you up, but he will not take the step for you. If God took the step for you, it would not be kindness. It would be cruelty. If God took the step for you, he would put you in a place that your faith was not prepared for. So the great tragedy of Exodus 23 is that God sent the protection to bring them to the place, yet an entire generation never entered in. Did you hear me? The entire congregation that Moses is delivering the message to doesn't get to experience the benefits of God's promise. And Here's where it's a little theologically controversial. God's promises are not automatic. They're optional. Joy is optional. Peace is optional. You can have it or you can leave it. You, you can live in bitterness or you can live in deliverance, but you have to take the step. Now, God says, I've positioned you, I've protected you, I kept you alive, I brought you through it. The sea didn't sweep over you, the slave master didn't kill you with his whip. All I did was bring you out with the possession that you need to go into the place. That I've prepared for you. Three, not only will he protect me, not only will he position me, but he will prepare me. Now we got three Ps. Let's preach. God has been setting you up for this step all of your life, and before you is the goodness and the glory of God made possible by the grace of Jesus Christ. If it's just three people, I came with an announcement. You're ready now. You don't have to live in what was any longer, and you don't have to stay stuck in a mindset that no longer accommodates your anointing. You're ready now. Thus says the Spirit of the Lord. I kept you all your life. I sustained you through many dangers, toils, and snares, and now you're ready. High five. Somebody looks happy. Say, I'm ready. I will protect you. I will position you, and I will, dirty word, prepare you. Not a very fun one. I know. I know. And the way he does it is terrible. The way he does it is terrible. Did y'all hear about the boiled frog? Have you heard this? They teach. I don't know why someone would want to do this. 
I'm not recommending it, but if you want to boil a frog, you ever just get it in your mind you want to boil a frog? Have you heard this before? It's an old preacher thing. If you, if you, if you want to boil a frog, don't put it in a boiling pot. Put it in a pot and turn up the heat little by little, and the frog won't know he's being boiled. Now, I don't know what made the preacher want to boil a frog. I can't answer that, but he is correct. When the enemy wants to steal your confidence in the promise of God, he doesn't do it all at once. Because if that alarm really went off, you'd jump out the bed. So what does he do? Little by little. And that's the warning that God is giving his people. I'm sending my angel ahead of you. But if you don't pay attention, and if you don't listen to what he says, you will come to the place, and I can prove to you that this happened to them, because they got to the edge of the promise, and they stopped. And the reason that they stopped is because two, two spies went into the land and came out with faith that they could do it. Ten spies went in and said, they're bigger than us, the Canaanites. The Hittites, the Jebusites, the Perizzites, the Hivites, the Amorites, they're bigger than us. They're, but, but, but guess what? They were already on the run. Sometimes you are running from something that God has already defeated. So they're standing at the place God has protected them along the way. God has… What's the second one? Position them for this moment. What's the third one? He prepared them, but guess what the angel can't do? There's one thing the angel can't do and will not do. There's one thing God won't do for you. He'll protect you. He'll keep you. He'll keep your mind. He'll keep your sanity. He'll keep you from people that would harm you. He will keep you from places that you didn't even know if you would have been there, what would have happened, and you will never even know on this side of life how many times God blocked stuff and turned stuff and shifted stuff and moved stuff, and you thought it was just you were a little bit late because you forgot your wallet, but there was a car accident on 77 that had your name on it, and when the devil said they're out, God said, I've got… So there, there, anyway, there are so, anyway, there are so, anyway, there are so many things you don't even know to thank God for. If you could see for one moment all of the things that God kept you from. It, listen to me, Blakeney. If we ever got a revelation of what God kept us from, it would be a bad day for the worship team because all the worship leaders wouldn't have a job. Because we wouldn't even need them. Because we would lead ourselves in worship. Because we would walk in the door and we would walk in the door clapping and shouting and rejoicing and praising God. But sometimes we don't see all the things that He's kept us from and brought us to. And now we're at this place and God has protected us. Yeah? God has positioned us, absolutely. And God has prepared us. But there's one thing he won't do. He will not possess the land for you. Hey, thank you for watching. Make sure you subscribe to this channel so you don't miss a single video or live stream. And share this video with a friend. And don't forget, you can join me live every Sunday. Thanks again for watching.